Hi, this is Angie Meadows and this is a Rocker Recovery. Today we are doing um, the book Overcoming Torment and we are in lesson six. It's called How to Be Blameless. So we're putting together all of our thoughts on how not to be offended and we're putting together all the scriptures with that and just kind of bringing it together so that we can continue for another lesson practicing how not to be offended. So let me screen share with you. If you want the PDF, it's on enablersjourney.com. If you want to do it with your groups where you can see the PDF on the screen, it is Angie G Meadows YouTube. And if you are a radio listener, we are on Rock Recovery Podcast. So today's lesson six, how to be blameless. A blameless person is a pleasant, is a pleasant person and they do not take an offense or engage others with exaggerated emotions. They are surrounded by people who adore them and are eager to please them. My mother-in-law was a person like this. Everybody wanted to take care of Gaga. Everybody wanted to give Gaga gifts and take Gaga to lunch and be with Gaga because she, she was very pleasant. She didn't take an offense. So understanding how to recognize an offense and release it quickly is key to not developing a wound and ending up into a trauma cycle with insecure attachments and constantly dealing with exaggerated emotional triggers. Now the next book will be called Overcoming Trauma and we will recognize our traumas, we'll recognize how these trauma cycles form and those exaggerated inner core responses, how to pull that up out of the subconscious and retrain that and reprogram that with intentional thinking. So uh, another a lesson that we'll be doing in the future is on insecure attachments so that we can understand what secure attachments look like. So these exaggerated emotions that we get from trauma, from being offended, can turn into tormenting anxiety. So today we are going to work on some skills of communication and boundary setting here at the end of the lesson. This skill of being blameless means not to be offended and it must be practiced intentionally. So here's the lesson. We've, we've looked at this scripture several times, but it's, it has given me more value than for years of learning how not to take an offense is using this one scripture. A mature believer will refuse to take an offense. And that's Psalms 119, 165. Great peace, great peace. Have they who love my law and nothing shall make them stumble. Remember how we said being offended causes us to stumble. So the word offended means stumbling. So we don't want to be stumbling. And I think when we're stumbling, we've lost our peace. So we want to make sure that we can hold on to our peace. And the secret to doing that, to not taking an offense, is in the verse ahead of this one. Psalms 119, 164, that says, seven times a day will I praise you for your righteous laws. So a lot of times when I feel an offense coming, I immediately start praising the Lord. Another, uh, another weapon that I have is gratefulness, just being grateful. Because a lot of times the person I'm being offended with is just immature, just having a bad day, just doesn't have the emotional maturity that they need. And if I take an offense with them while they're frustrated doing a, a, a chore or something that's irritating, aggravating them, now I, it's interrupted my relationship with them and I can't, I can't just immediately go back into a relationship with them, I'm holding on to that offense. So I wanna make sure that I'm not taking an offense. 
So the character skill here that I would want to work on is deference, D-E-F-E-R-E-N-C-E. -E -E. And the definition of that word means amicable, congenial, cordial, friendly, or sociable. So I want to work on deference, being able to defer my offense and being able to replace it with something else. And so instead of being offended, I'm gonna replace it with love. And we'll see how that works here in the next uh, verse or two. So in this verse, it's Proverbs 18, 19, a brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. So I don't want to be giving offense. And if I realize I've offended someone, I wanna go back and quickly repent and apologize. Because if that mounts and if that builds, it's going to take, it's going to be harder to, to resolve that issue. So number three, when we cause an offense or a scandal, the ministry is discredited. Second Corinthians 6, 3, we put no stumbling block or an offense in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. So there are many people that I meet that say, oh, I don't go to church anymore. No, I ain't going there. Uh, they were offended. And that offense allowed them to, um, it robbed them of their relationship with Christ. So a lot of times we get wounded because being wounded is offended. We get wounded and that wound or that offense causes us to lose our relationship with Christ. It causes us to hide from the, from the body of believers. That, so the people that are offending us are, there's people in that same area that could be encouraging us and loving on us. And yet we cut ourselves off from them. So be careful not to do that. And if you have done that in the past, because I remember uh, cutting off the church for a good 10 years. All through my twenties, I didn't have the undergirding of a body of believers. And of course I was stumbling all over the place. And so if you don't have that undergirding of body of believers, I want you to humble yourself, pray about it and ask the Lord where to go. Ask him to send someone to you to invite you to their church so that you know where, where you, the Lord wants you to, to start trying and start attending. And if no one invites you, just start visiting um, several churches. Just go to different ones until you find, you find a church that you're really comfortable with. So number four, when we abound in knowledge and depth of insight, we can be pure and blameless without offense. Philippians 1, 9 and 10. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless without offense until the day of Christ. So here it's talking about love. So instead of being offended, what I want you to do is practice love what would it look like to love this person through their pain through their um maybe all this little bit of confusion this aggravation this irritation this struggle that they're going through what would it look like to love them right here right now what would that look like and ask yourself those questions and sometimes if you just um turn around and serve somebody all of a sudden they're not offended anymore because they weren't offended at you anyway. They were offended at someone else and, and they just got triggered with uh, um, that uh, old trauma and they don't understand that this is their response to it. So as we go along through the next series, we'll be, we'll be looking at those triggers and those traumas and how to understand them and resolve them in your life so you don't have to carry those wounds anymore. 
So now we are at uh, number five, do all things without complaining or arguing. Philippians 2, 14 and 15, do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may be blameless, which means without offense and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. Wow, so if I, if I am without offense, I'm not only blameless, I'm like the stars of the universe. Now. I don't know about you, but I, I really enjoy looking at the stars and how they shine in the dark night and uh, without taking offense, instead practicing love and being blameless, we can be like those stars brightening up the night. So number six, stop judging others and don't be a stumbling block or obstacle to your friend. Romans 14, 13. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way. Make up your mind not to be an obstacle. So if you're hindering somebody else from finding their peace, from loving you, uh, if you're rejecting them, a lot of times we cannot receive from, from someone who we're angry with or we're offended with. They might be trying to come back and make up to us. They might be offering us lunch or, or uh, flowers or a, another gift or even advice. But if we're offended with them, we're not gonna receive anything from their hand. So if you notice that um, maybe your spouse uh, is trying to make up with you and you're just like, nope, not going there. Nope, don't wanna go to dinner with you. No, I'm all right. No, uh, you just go, you just go on, you just do your own thing. So if you're saying these things, it's because you're offended with them. And if you're offended with them, you're not going to be able to receive from them that love that they are trying to give you. So instead, I want you to swallow your pride and I want you to humble yourself and I want you to start looking around and receiving the love that others are giving you uh, and, and resolving that offense so that it's not a stumbling block to you in other relationships. Because if I have an offense over here, it's going to translate into all my relationships, no matter where they're at. So I want you to uh, set up a boundary and avoid those who are divisive or offensive. In Romans 16, 17, it says, I urge you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching which you have learned. So I want you to avoid those. Now, a lot of times there, you have to work with them. You have to um, be in meetings with them. You have to live with them, but it is important that you can understand that you can detach emotionally and you can avoid them without let them, without letting them penetrate your heart with an offense. You can, you can put that little, you can understand who you're dealing with. You're dealing with someone who's immature someone who's already offended by somebody else and who's just passing that on and who doesn't understand how to resolve that. And instead, I want you to start putting that uh, little boundary around your heart to where you're just uh, not receiving that offense from them. Instead, you're, you are loving yourself, you're loving uh, your environment, um, you're being at peace with everyone as much as possible. So I want you to practice this. I want you to practice not giving or taking an offense. Because a lot of times if somebody is offended with you, you just immediately turn right back and offend them back. And then that wound just keeps going and going and going until everything's unreconcilable. And um, that's very immature. And I want you to acknowledge if you've been doing that and I want you to stop. <laughs> I want you to just stop. 
just don't do that. Just don't give an offense or take an offense. Instead, humble yourself and go back and uh, say, how do I make this right? What do I do? So the application is living in a crooked and perverse generation describes the general atmosphere of our current culture. So when we rise above our emotions and live by principles of God's word, there is great reward. The reward of a home full of peace and without strife is priceless. Set your goal today to recognize offenses. Clear them up quickly and show difference or friendliness by not taking an offense. This does not mean you are a doormat. No, not at all. Instead, we will use boundaries and establish distance between us and the divisive person. If this isn't possible, then we can learn to detach and distance our hearts emotionally. So whenever I correct a child, I do this with firmness, uh, but a lot of gentleness. And then I return to the child to make sure that they know that I love them and that I'm not offended with them. And then we can have a fresh start. So a lot of times when I'm correcting a child, they'll have selective hearing loss and they'll, they'll act like they don't hear me. <laughs> Or they'll put me off and tell me they'll do it in a minute. So instead, what I do is I go to them and I say, let me help you. Let me help you pick up your toys. Let me help you get your shoes on. That way, they have successfully done what I've asked them to do without being distracted, without being immature. And now they're, and without taking an offense. And now there's not, there's not any, oh, he never listens to me. Instead, you're helping the child listen to you. And so a lot of times, if you're a boss, you need to do that with your employees. You've asked them to do something and they just don't have the, um, the skills to do it. They, they don't do it up to the grade of standard that needs to be done. So a lot of times you just need to come alongside of them and do more teaching and more training so that they can please you and they can feel successful. So the principle here is great peace belongs to those who learn to not give or take an offense. So in conclusion, learning to not take an offense takes humility. Ask God for help. Avoid those who love to argue. In Proverbs 29, 9, it says, If a wise man contends with a foolish man, whether he rage or laugh, there is no rest. Complaining and grumbling is contagious. So just walk away from it. Just don't indulge it. So if you're in a, an abusive situation, I expect you to stand up for yourself and find legal counsel legal help, and a safe shelter to escape. You need to take enough of an offense. This is when you do take an offense. You take just enough of an offense to empower yourself, to stand up for you and your children, to push back, to say, I don't think so. You're not treating me that way. And instead of being offended, use your energy. Take that, that little offense that you picked up from being abused, which instead of it being a negative thing that causes you trauma, I want you to take it and turn it into energy to propel you into making a different decision so that your future looks different than your present. So there is no excuse for a physical, verbal, financial, emotional, spiritual, or sexual domination or abuse. There just isn't any excuse. And if you've got elderly and children under your uh, authority, I want you to be able to protect them and I want them to feel safe when they're with you. So the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower, Psalms 18.2. Dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ our Savior, we pray you would help us to not take an offense or be an offense or a stumbling block to anyone else. Lord, give us your gentle teaching 
and help us to remember to practice the skill of not taking or giving an offense in the workplace, at church, or in our homes. Help us to break the bad habits of complaining and arguing, and we will give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen and amen. So now let's look at some optional um, skills. If you have time uh, in your group, you can look at, at these with your uh, the people that are in your group. It says, who needs a boundary? And in Philippians 2.14, it says, those who argue and complain, they need a boundary. In Romans 16.17, it says, those who are divisive and easily offended, they need a boundary. And in 16, Romans 16.18, it says, those who use fair speech to deceive the simple. So those that are uh, maybe complimenting you and then demanding and then complimenting and demanding and uh, trying to use this speech to manipulate your thoughts or your feelings or your actions, then those people need a boundary also. You have to use a lot of discernment here to, to know when you're being manipulated. So recognize the divisive by identifying those who have confusion in their lives. They're opinionated and they set up sides. They try to triangulate people. And if they have an offense, they try to get somebody else on their side to be offended with them. <laughs> so, so that's a real telltale sign that you've got, you've got somebody setting up sides. You've got somebody taking in offenses, being divisive. And, and if they're gossiping behind another's back, they're also divisive. Um, and if they're selfish in serving themselves, they're divisive. So here's the reasons to avoid taking an offense. Philippians 2, 14 through 16. We'll be blameless and harmless. We'll be sons of God. We'll be without rebuke. We'll be shining lights in a dark world. We'll hold forth the word of life. We'll rejoice in the day of Christ. Ah, it's cool, isn't it? We'll rejoice in the day of Christ and our labor won't be in vain. So now if I, my labor was in vain, then I would do all this work and then be offended and then all of my fruit would be stolen. <laughs> so I don't wanna be working in vain. I don't wanna be raising children and then them turn around and be offended with me and everything that I've ever done out of love has just been thrown away. Instead, I wanna make sure that there's a short list of offenses so that I'm not, uh, I'm not causing offenses uh, because offenses um, divide relationships. They divide people's hearts. They get wounded, or even if it's just a little offense, it may trigger a bigger wound from their past and they'll immediately reject you. So I want you to be able to think about who is rejecting me, then I might need to go back and make restitution. I might need to go back and say, I'm sorry. I might need to just spend some time doing the right thing with them. Uh, what's my speech like? Am I complaining, arguing, divisive, gossiping? If so, I need to go back and repent. I need to let others hold me accountable. And, um, and how can I love God's law more? And how can I praise him in a way that my heart is full of love, that I can give those that are struggling love in their day of, of offense or in the day of stumbling so that there's not... Uh, there's not an offense that's always coming and going. And so here, uh, this is a rocket recovery. This is overcoming torment. Um, this is a 12 lesson book. It's been published on amazon.com. This is lesson six, how to be blameless. And we'll have another lesson next week. And we are glad that you joined us. Um, it's enablersjourney.com if you want the PDF. 
in the YouTube's Angie G Meadows and the podcast is Rocker Recovery and we will see you later.